Hello and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers. And me, Gareth May. Straight crazy banger. That's it. Making up for a quarter of a year of you not bringing straight bangers <laughs> to open the podcast. It's not going to change today, buddy. It's not changing. That's not true. I do have some. I do, got a bit of punk. Got a bit of. Did you say pug? Punk. Punk. Please say I got a bit of pug. Get a pug. Right. Small dog. Strong start. <laughs> Hello, welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Uh, we started you off this week with the sounds of CDR. Not a great band name. Not to very easy to Google, Google is it? Uh, CDR, the track called Foot Week. It's taken from a 58-track compilation on the Amoid label out of Japan called Duke. There will be Amoid everywhere in Duke. So uh, Amoid is a Japanese net label. CDR is the moniker of Hikaru uh, Sunomatsu Done. Quite a few uh, EPs and different releases all over the place. Uh, lots of stuff you can dig out through Bandcamp and wherever else. And yeah, not much more to say about that apart from 
as soon as I saw that release, I was like, there's going to be something in these 58 tracks that I really love. And there was actually, I was actually spoiled for choice. You got through a bunch of them? Mate, I got through, I'm going to say at least 42. That's strong work. It's one of those ones where, you know, because like, I just essentially sat down to work. And when I've got like a decent block of time where I've got no meetings, I can sort of really get into it. I cannot like that. work to that kind of music. Oh, I just have no. a background. No, for me, there's absolutely no chance. Not a sweet hope in hell. Too much hip thrusting. Just too crazy. I need something to keep things uh, in a reasonably stable, mellow way. Well, that explains quite a lot of your musical choices over the first all two right, and a bit right, minutes. enough, enough. <laughs> this week's podcast is once again brought to you by the State 51 Conspiracy. We thought we'd mention that Gareth has had his beautiful uh, valve lathe cut come through the post. People seem to like that on the social media. Yeah, banged out on Instagram. And uh, like, tell you what, like, I'm not a big fan much as I love the State 51 Conspiracy, and especially for sponsoring this podcast, I'm not a big fan of spending 40 quid on a new record. But I did for the Valve record Geography, and I have done for the Shit and Shine one as well, because I've loved Shit and Shine, and the track you played from Valve on the podcast I loved a lot, and I sort of convinced myself to buy this record. And when it arrived, I saw where every single pound had gone. Because <laughs> it's like there's a, it's a limited issue of 51 and you and i have a long-standing thing about limited editions and we're sort of like we prefer people to have the music in the format they want rather than limit it sure this is a specific reason for this with uh record blessing plant delays and stuff like that though, yeah. isn't it? it's this or nothing <laughs> uh, for sure but the way this had been created it was just absolutely stunning like the sleeve is beautiful like it's the inner like uh, it's weird i'd sort of wax lyrical about an inner sleeve to a record but it's like it's made out of like woven fabric. I'll, sh- I'll have to show you it later, but it's like beautiful and soft. It's just, you, you see where the money's gone and the music is incredible as well. So, and there's some available still. So go and get that. Nice. And I've booked Valve to support the Holy Family at the Lexington. So go on there. The 21st of April. I want to play you a track from Morning of Black Star's new album. They're one of our favorites of the year. I'm going to say 2020, but time is a... Definitely during the pandemic. Yeah, time is, it feels like an immaterial construct at this point. And this is their first record since then. It's called Celestial Bodies. It seems like it's a sort of collection of various um, different works and commissions. It says here, Celestial Bodies represents collaborations with renowned Berlin-based dance company Christoph Winkler, Adult Swim, and the Cleveland Museum of Art. We love Morning of Black Star. They're uh, from Cleveland. They're sort of don't know avant-garde jazz poetry folk experimental you name it they're probably doing it i want to play you this track from it it's called 19243 
There we go. That is 19243 from Celestial Bodies from Cleveland's Morning A Black Star. I love that band. Gareth played the single These Hands Are Up, uh, sort of a, a BLM response from early 2020. And uh, they got a couple of records on Don Giovanni Records, wonderful label that you might know from releasing uh, 700 Bliss and More Mother and artists like that. Highly recommend uh, getting your teeth into the whole record. Why is that 700 Bliss record? I thought that was coming. Oh, mate, I saw a lineup in Austria, this festival, that had like 700 Bliss, Aya, Katie Forsyth. Oh, it was ridiculous. I hadn't thought about 700 Bliss in a while, and then I was just like, mate, I think I might need to travel to Austria. It's sorry, this isn't great radio. I'm going to show you off. <laughs> I'm going to show you the lineup off mic. It's got everyone good on it. Uh, so you got Yao Bobby and Simon Grab. No. Okay, that was a very good show. My show with the Al Bobby and Simon Grabber last week. Any podcast listeners who were there, Graham Dyer, he was there. He's a, he's a patron. Known that it was one of the great ones. It was absolutely, absolutely brilliant. I promote a lot of shows. And as I'm sure all of the listeners to this podcast understand, the music that is the best doesn't necessarily attract the most people. But um, it certainly was enough to stick in our minds for a very long time. Who was supporting again? Name? It was uh, Dangsha, who's uh, on Discrepant, amongst other labels. It was extremely good yeah, as played, well. Played some, uh, yeah, played some really extremely good good. Like, yeah, it's a very, very good show. Well, and yeah, going back to Morning at Black Star, just, that, that song was absolutely wonderful. I was listening to that record earlier today, actually, and yeah, that was truly a standout. Nice, yeah, I need to listen to it again. I listened to a few tracks, but uh, not the whole thing. I am going to play some music from France now. This is from a label called Bamboo Shows. It's another compilation, actually, my second compilation of uh, the show. This is from one called Vapor Dub, an introduction to contemporary psychedelic music, volume one. You know how I feel about volume one. <laughs> Where's volume two, mate? Uh, we'll, we'll wait and see. Surely the first one doesn't have to have a volume number. Right. And then if you do a second one, you call it volume two. I mean, you, you're setting yourself <laughs> up. If I ever get bored with everything else i've got to do in life i'll find out how many volume ones there are in the world that don't have a volume <laughs> two <laughs> that would be a really useless Independent music podcast and volume one yeah <laughs> anyway but actually like the track i've chosen from this compilation which is coming out on the 30th of march is actually appears on a record by this artist called a story of global disease which came out a few weeks ago, I think. It's from an artist called Naomi Klaus. I believe she's French, but I have not confirmed or disproven that. And the compilation is, I will just read a bit of a blurb about it. It's like, this is raising from the depths of the left field music scene focused on contemporary psychedelics, highly inspired by the textures of the vaporwave sonic aesthetic. 16-track compilation displays an intern's intriguing sound design grace or synths from a new age, weird exotics and psychoactive slow dubs. Cool. Second uh, week in a row that we've played a label from Leon on a compilation after I won from Z Tapes last week. Shout out to Leon for being great. Yeah, and the, one of the Z Tapes tracks that is doing very well in this week's patron vote. Is, uh, <laughs> we do pegging. very much enjoy the patron votes, so thank you patrons for voting on them. And if you are a patron that doesn't vote, get on the patron and vote because of it makes me and Gareth happy if it doesn't count for anything else. <laughs> it does. Yes. If you just go to Patreon, you'll find it in there. And it, it's, it's just fascinating. I, th I know we've talked about it a lot. I was wondering whether we have to do a halfway through the year show of sort of the top patron votes so far. Might be a good idea. That's not a bad shout. No. Anyway, so going back to Naomi Klaus, I'm going to just play his record. Like I say, it's from this compilation. It's also from her record, A Story of Global Disease. It's called, Can You Tell Me What Is Micronet? So it's a very simple connection to make. Extremely simple. Um, and I can actually leave the modem 
plug, plugged in once it's done that without affecting the telephone. I'm now waiting for the computer to answer me. It asks with a tone, and then I just flick a switch on the modem and replace the receiver. And... Things are starting to happen. Things are starting to happen. The Presto computer is now asking me to enter my own personal password, which I've now done, and it comes up with an, op an opening screen. Now, Julian, can you tell me, what is Micronet? Well, Micronet basically is an area of, of Prestel that's specially designed for microcomputer users. It has a lot of facilities, it has a magazine-type page of what's new today, daily news, reviews of the current software that's available. There's a letters page that people can write in. Um, there are programs available on Micronet that you can load directly down the phone line. Some of them are free, some of them you do have to pay for. Now, Pat, whose computer is it? Well, it's a cooperative, really. We all have a part share, but Julian and I mainly use it. And why did you buy a computer? Well, I was very interested in the new technology and didn't want to be left behind. I don't think it's only for the youngsters at school now. I think us older ones will have to learn a lot about it. And what do you use the computer for? Well, for keeping household records, such as uh, what I have in the freezer and people's telephone numbers and addresses. Um, I use it as a word processor for my letters, which always come out perfect now. And, um, the most exciting thing I, I find is um, the mailbox uh, where I, I write to other people on the Prestel system. And who have you written to recently? you got any examples? Um, yes, um, I sent a message to my doctor asking for a prescription and um, he said he's left the prescription for me in the campus. Right. Well, thank you very much, Pat and Julian. Bye, Jay.
That is some genuinely very trippy music right there. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> I was looking up, uh, trying to find a Pat and Julian and Micronet on Google to see if I could find out what it was from, but the internet was not helping. Yeah, six and a half minutes you could have internet research and you couldn't find it. First of two quite long tracks I've got on this week's podcast. I think you'll like the other one as well, actually. But yeah, so that is by Naomi Klaus. Uh, Can You Tell Me What Is Micronet? Released on the compilation Vapor Dub, an introduction to contemporary psychedelic music, volume one, out on the 30th of March via Bamboo Shows out of Lyon in France. And yeah, the record, I was spending my time ordering said record um, <laughs> because it's a double gatefold psychedelic vinyl. Do you actually say like that is like truly psychedelic? That is truly music you could lose your mind to, whereas a lot of psych isn't. It's more of a guitar genre. A whole evening into some acid, desperately trying to figure out unfailingly who Pat and Julian are. <laughs> <laughs> exactly or even just one glass of red wine (laughs) but yeah you know that's like well that track anyway definitely takes you into places and her own record as well i said it came out a few weeks ago i was completely wrong came out in november called a story of a global disease does include that track is now sold out on a cassette but you know if you want to check out the digital you can do from the bamboo shows bandcamp bamboo.shows.bandcamp.com I don't know any of the other tracks on the record because it's coming out on the 30th of March, but my God, if everything else is half as good as that, I am in for some trippy drug-free nights. <laughs> Going to play for you next a vocal trio. I think they're Portuguese. They were sent to me by Fua of Lovers and Lollipops Records, uh, him of one of the promoters of Meloj da Festa, one of our favourite things to do together in years gone past. It's a vocal trio comprised of Catarina Miranda Salia, Clelia, uh, Colina and Esse Canley. I believe the Portuguese, um, the label's Portuguese anyway. Left field vocal experimentation. The artist, the group together is called Cobra Coral. And this track is called Tattoo, just T A hyphen T U. And it just made me think of the Russian band. <laughs> That's when I saw it. I was just like, <laughs> Tattoo. The Russian the lesbians. <laughs> yeah, or quote unquote, not lesbians, not anything used for marketing, but had a hit or two. Anyway, so here we go. This is Tattoo. Ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-
There we go. That is Tattoo by Cobra Coral. I said it's a vocal trio, three wonderful singers from Portugal, France and Turkey. It's uh, what Fua says about it. It's uh, as part of a forthcoming full length on Loves and Lollipops Records. And I think that was quite some psychedelic music as well. Yeah, it's definitely the uh, trippy middle section of the podcast, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. I don't. I feel like I, maybe if I've missed them, but I haven't seen much from Lovers and Lollipops recently. So uh, unless I've just not not seen the releases, so great to have them back on the train. Maybe in our limit of one Portuguese label, we can have it. Favela uh, Disco's uh, elbowed them out. Is that what you're saying? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> Bezbog. Yeah, Bezbog. <laughs> that record's great. I bought that uh, last Bandcamp Friday. Uh, so yeah, looking forward to that arriving over here. It's like saying Bezbog. I kind of do, but I also think it's kind of a rubbish name. But um, no, it's a, but it is a phenomenal record. Anything else to say? That's all I got. Okay, so I'm going to play some music from Uganda from the always wonderful Hakuna Kulala record. A couple of years ago, a staple of my sort of abstract DJ sets that I do now and again whenever Anthony asks me, includes uh, Turi Banyo by uh, Echo Baz featuring bigger production by PQ, also of Hot in Da Club, uh, Niloxica, and other things. And now uh, Echobaz has his first full-length record coming out on the... First full-length record, Echobaz. Wow, I've been hearing the name for a long time. I was just hearing that one track a lot, mate. But no, he also appeared, he's also appeared on like 
But there's DJ Daisu. Oh, oh yeah, Scott exactly. Droller, he's done loads of stuff. Exactly, just not not full length of his own. He's appeared as a vocalist on a lot of other records coming out of Hakuna Kalala. The artwork for this is him sort of coming out the long grass, looking like he's lost, or maybe he's trying to hide from a sort of predator or something. I quite like the idea of giving this a go as the artwork for the week because it'll have the lineup and it'll have Echo Baz's <laughs> face sort of sk- squinting out the side Actually, of it. Actually, looking at it, it is pretty perfect. <laughs> the align. Like, because yeah, the logo would go under his face, and then yeah, that made that, that's what I'm thinking exactly. Okay, right, that's the one. Uh, I'm not sure how many people actually look at the weekly artwork, but you know, small amount. You, you and I like it. Anyway, it's also like one of those ones I'd be quite tempted to buy on vinyl just because the artwork's so exceptional. Because <laughs> you can just put Echo Baz on your shelf as you just like be staring out from your records from now to eternity. Yeah, I could just have him just propped up at the back of the sofa, so it looks like he's peeking over my sofa. It's like. Beer, uh, Echo? Sure, mate. <laughs> yeah, sure, mate. Anyway, his record's out the 18th of March. It's called Mamaso, and this is the opening track and the title track. It's Echo Buzz, Mamaso. <laughs> Sit down, my nigga. 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 Sit down, my nigga.
That but went by in just in just seconds. It did. Well, two minutes fifty nine seconds exactly. Exactly, as a Mamaso, a Echo Baz released on the record Mamaso. Hakuna Kalala, a production on that by Deadmaster, and he's appeared on Deadmaster's uh, multiple records on Hakuna Kalala, as I was saying before. Also with Slickback, uh, DJ Dysoon, DJ Scotch Rolex as well, Echo Baz's. I mean, long-time listeners of this podcast will know how much we love Hakuna Kalala and Nege Nege tapes, so we don't really have to talk too much more about them, and you've have heard Echo Baz and all the stable, and it's really great that he's having a record come out that is showcasing his own talents uh, front and centre. Yeah, brilliant, with the excellent lineup of uh, producers with him. I saw DJ Dysoon on some other tracks as well. Yeah, uh, predominantly Deadmaster, but yeah, as you say, a couple of other guys in there as well. Cool, got some... As of today, which is Tuesday, uh, we're recording this, Cocaine Piss are announcing their new album, I don't literally like the, this song is not online and they've just they've sent it to me ahead of that coming out, but probably by the time the podcast diehard cocaine piss fans would have heard it. They are a punk band from Belgium and they've come over and played many shows for me here before. They are absolutely brilliant. Love cocaine piss. This is the first single from their new record and it's called bad kid.
Cool. Yeah, when it came on, I was like, oh, it's quite a slow one for cocaine piss, isn't it? And then it was like, there it goes. <laughs> yeah, I had a real problem with the verses. They sounded very Britpoppy, and that's not necessarily a, a thing, but it reminded me of a song that I just can't put my finger on. It was sort of like indie, but also a little bit sort of alternative punky around that time, early 90s, so a little early fall sort of, no, not maybe, early fall, late, mid, that middling fall area. Maybe it'll come to you later on. That track was called Bad Kid. It's from the band Cocaine Piss. I think Bad Kid is going to be the name of the album as well. The single is will be out now as of recording. And uh, yeah, so they're coming over to play Raw Power for me. And uh, always absolutely excellent live. Love Cocaine Piss. Not sure who's releasing it. Not sure anything. That's good. Heard the music, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure of the music. Uh, dear patrons, apologies for missing the uh, Australia-centric live show on Monday. Unfortunately, Gareth had some urgent matters to attend to. But as of tonight, we are going to be back. So if you didn't sign up in time, we have 10 wonderful Australian artists to play for you on video via the medium of Zoom. And I very much look forward to seeing your faces. In fact, it's not Monday, it's tomorrow, isn't it? It's going to be the Tuesday. Maybe on the Tuesday. Yeah, because tonight we're watching Palace against Man City. Win the victorious Palace. But, you know, we're their, we're their bogey team. Exactly. So the, the live show is all set up and ready to go. It was very because I was stuck at hospital for so long that I couldn't do it. But the music, pretty weird. <laughs> I mean, you don't know what I've got, but like, I will tell you now, it's pretty weird. And I also promise there's a magic show included in my bit okay is it, is it some classic australian bands just nothing but uh the birthday party jet <laughs> <laughs> the vines or were they new zealand i can't remember Did I? but yeah no it's it's just some melbourne bell ringing music i know i know what australia you like Gareth. actually so saying that there is a it's actually oh man it's uh it's funny you say that because i did have a record lined up that was on my long list that was from heavy machinery records who spoiler alert i do have on the live show but not the bell ringing one they are like specialists in bell ringing music but no i don't have that i've basically got loads of my favorite stuff from when i first started promoting shows well, it's funny because you have a really great nine minuter on the live show and then completely coincidentally my follow-up to that is a nine minute magic show <laughs> well great that's what you're getting patrons it's delivering uh uh some and it's like for me it's a nine minute slice of a sort of 70s australian motoric synthesizer krautrock and gareth delivers a magic show what as always as i do every week what track have you got next uh, well, no, I'm going to just stop you there and I'm going to say thank you so much to our new patrons. We've had two this week. So uh, John Breslin, thank you very much. And Nate Bonilla Warford, thank you very much for being our latest patrons. John Breslin, who's in the brilliant band Wild Rocket, who we played on the podcast a month ago. Is that right? Oh. He is, he's the drummer. Excellent. Well, um, yeah, thank you both. And yeah, hopefully get to see you at the live show on Tuesday. And for anyone who isn't a patron, you now have the chance in the next well, in the next day to sign up for the Patreon and subsequently the uh, live show as well. So I talked about a nine minute magic show. I've now got not a nine minute magic show, but I've got a nine minute song, which actually is it's because of Anthony that I have this. So last week, I think it was me and Anthony don't tend to send each other that much music we tend to wait for the pod yeah well because we obviously we do send each other a lot of music at the podcast yeah exactly. <laughs> it has to really really mean it to send it otherwise or sometimes i send gareth something if i played it on the pod a few weeks ago and i found myself listening to it like five times over and was like mate listen to this again and he sent me a track last week that was it's like mate this is like 
I forgot where it was from. It's like the Turkish baddie baddie cry cry. But yeah, basically, I, I came, I was on the way back from a gig and I was listening to the wonderful Kachina Pavera. And as Spotify does, um, it sort of went to random radio afterwards and it played a song that I described as the Balkan Maddie Maddie Cry, which will make sense if you know that very, very obscure reggae song. Yeah. But anyway, so the artist who performed that song was called Anna Doll, and being me, I decided to dig in. And it turns out uh, she's got a new record out. Uh, wow, co- so you're playing from that? Coming out on the 18th of March. I was like, well, I'm going to have to give this a listen. Unbelievable scenes. It is fantastic. Uh, I think you'll like it a lot, actually, Anthony. Well, you, it's 10 minutes long. You better really like it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. So it's, the artist is called Anna Doll. The record is called Felicita. It's out on the 18th of March via Pink and this is called Gizli Dugula.
by far and away the most psychedelic podcast we've done for some time. I'm going to say um, every week's different, isn't it, on the Independent Music Podcast, and that's what we like music to get lost in and i'm glad uh, i'm glad you played that thought it was absolutely brilliant i will admit that i was kind of drunk when i was uh, on the way back from this gig when i messaged it to gareth but that sounds much much better than how i remember what i was listening to sounding but uh, yeah it was excellent very different record to the one you sent me which you know, if you know muddy muddy cry or muddy cry cry we're not sure which way around it goes but if you know that record it uh, features a lot of crying on it it does and the record from anadol who is who you've just heard her previous record was uzun Havilar, which features the track that we are talking about uh patrons i'll give you a direct link to that but though no, this one anadol uh gizli dugula is the name of the track it's uh, taken from the record felicita out on the 18th of march via pingy pong out of hamburg uh, so yeah anadol like says the project of guza natilla and yeah this is her second record i believe and She's a Turkish artist based in Berlin, I believe, and yeah, super experimental, really melds a lot of different sounds and sort of goes off in a lot of directions. Not always particularly fantastic, but always really interesting and just a really wonderful artist who uses lots of different interesting techniques, as you heard right at the end of that track as well, sort of owl noises plus sort of metronomic psych music as well. She's a absolutely fantastic and i'm really looking forward to hearing the whole record as well and her other one uh, that we're talking uzun havala yeah it has a song that is patently ridiculous i would go so far as to say in a nice way but you know there's also loads of great synth music on there as well so yeah go check it out gonna play your new music from london's a bear london via um New Zealand. I'm really certain it's New Zealand. Sorry. Didn't you used to um, DJ under the moniker like the Bear? Me and my friend Tristan DJed under T Bone and the Bear, <laughs> which was uh, I think it was a brilliant. Uh, he came up with it, and I. Next time we DJ, we'll be T Bone and the Bear again. That is our DJ name. Yeah, you're a bit of a bear, and he's got a massive <laughs> penis. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, Janine Bear sent me this music. She's This is uh, from a little bit ago, but she's just done a new video for it, sort of releasing it as a single. The track's 2020-2020, sort of um, lo-fi, synth, dance, no-wave stuff. Can't go wrong with Janine Bear. This track, 2020-2020. Thank you. 
There we go. 20, 20, 20, 20 by A-Bear. Apologies, Janine is uh, per Discogs anyway. Born in South Africa, but raised in Australia. So not a New Zealand, not a Kiwi to be found on there. I apologise. I looked at Gareth and I was like, New Zealand? And I was like, God damn it. As you said, it's much better to get it there that way round than the other way around, mistaking yeah. a New Zealand for an Aussie. So whichever way around you find it, you can find that on Janine's Bandcamp. That is uh, A apostrophe bear. Really cool. And uh, yeah, uh, we realised that this is quite a long pod, I think, because I usually bring three-minute tracks and I've actually brought like nine and six this week. So I'm going to move swiftly on to uh, The Sounds of Poland. I've really, uh, regular listeners will know I've sort of listened to a lot of piano music recently, and uh, this is another record from the oeuvre. Uh, this is from an artist called Latarnik. It's the moniker of Marek Vita, which is not pronounced correctly. I've had too much wine to try. Magic pronunciation. Yeah, no, right. But um, anyway, he's the synth player and is a producer for a lot of bands, uh, Ebes and Boato and Jalbi. All of those are on Astigmatic Records, a UK record label, who are also releasing his solo stuff. So, yeah, it's this coming out on the 29th of March. It's called Mariana. It's essentially a piano based so most of his music is usually synth based um but this is piano using a hundred year old steinway and son's grand piano and it's something of a concept album around a lady called mariana and it's absolutely beautiful it's from latonic and this track is called panna
It would have been a fabulous end to the podcast with that, but I'm really happy to chat a little bit more about it. That would have been a nice closer, you're right. It is. It's uh, a Latonic. The track is called Pan Out. It's taken from his record Mariana out on the 29th of March. And yeah, like I said, it's the project of Marek Vita. His music is better known for Ebes and uh, Boato and uh, Jaubi. Um, like I said, also on Astigmatic Records. And if you want some records to recommend, Ebes Slavic Spirits was how I got into Astigmatic in the first place and into Polish modern classical music as well in the first place and Boato their track uh, their record sorry from last year Kvaze i Zasade is also superb it's a bit of a niffy cuffer but the record itself is wonderful and yeah it's superb the whole record I've, I've, I've really got into a lot of that sort of music recently and like I said it's going to come out on March the 29th which apparently is World Piano Day cool why not that's about all we've got time for, listeners. Thank you very much for sticking through to the end of this extra long podcast. Always lovely bringing you the music. Thank you, State 51, for the sponsorship once again. And thanks again to our patrons for supporting us. If you want to join, patreon.com slash independent music podcast. And if you don't want to join, but you want to just donate us some cash, we always appreciate it. You can do that up on our website, independentmusicpodcast.net. I'm going to leave you with the latest release on Rocket Recordings, although they have been releasing stuff left, right, and centre, because even though we played Nod recently and this one, we haven't played at least one or two releases since then. But this is the latest from the Utopia Strong trio of Kavas Torabi, Michael J. York, and Steve Davis, modular synthesizer, guitar, and homemade bagpipe. This is their second record, although they've done a whole bunch of 12 inches in the meantime, all sort of live recorded improvising, including one of my own shows at Oslo on there. But this is the second full length on Rocket. This track here is called Shepherdess, and the album's called International Treasure, but this single's out now. We'll be back with you next week. Bye-bye.